Welcome, folks, to Rippin' Strips, the podcast where we rip apart comic strips. I'm L Dog. And I'm the Corn Dog. And today we have a fantastic episode. Logan's right. We rip apart comic strips. Um, at the very end, we do a head to head battle. And until then, I just get to talk to my friend Logan. Hey, buddy. Hey. How's it going? Good. <laughs> do you like that I said it at the beginning now? Yeah, sure. I like it. I did, yeah, I just realized you said it like two or three times in a row. Yeah, it just, it just comes out. It flows naturally now. Yeah. It's become a routine. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I'm talking Breathe. to my friend Logan. Yeah, you don't have to like be like, and but first we kind of shoot the shit and you know. Nah, nah. No, because we pretty much <laughs> mostly shoot the shit. Well, yeah. And then do, <laughs> do a few comic things in between. Yeah. Yeah. How you been this week? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um, I um, am looking. You have batteries on the table, and I'm looking. I have a bunch of old battery. We talked about that recycling batteries, didn't we? Did Last we talk about week, that on air. I'm pretty sure. Well, then I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't plan on any conversation yet either. Uh, although I guess we were watching Artie. He's always a good thing to talk about. I think he's pretty fascinating. Artie Lang. The old uh, co-host of uh, Howard Stern, and yeah, he was on Mad TV. Yeah, yeah, he uh, also um, a co-star of the film Dirty Work, right? Which is one of my personal favorite movies. Is it? Yeah. Actually, let's veer off into Dirty Work because Norm is my favorite comedian ever. He may be yeah. my favorite entertainer ever. I mean, yeah, yeah. So consistent, so funny. Right. And Dirty Work isn't like painful to watch or anything, but I I feel like it's not that good. It's not as good as like an Adam's, like a, a Happy Gilmore. I don't know. Really? You don't think so? Why is the guy, why is the car salesman shooting a live commercial? <laughs> I think... It happened at the beginning of the movie, and I could never get over that. Like, this movie's stupid. <laughs> yeah, sure. That part is stupid. Um, in Happy Gilmore, why does Adam Sandler jump into a pond to wrestle a golf ball out of an alligator's mouth? Because that's fucking awesome, and it's a great action scene. <laughs> it is a good action scene. Yeah, but I don't, a- the, comedic, the comedy of the trunk in the other one... Uh, all the all the whores in the trunk. Yeah, all the oh yeah, and there's a random. I don't know that prank was so bizarre. No, it was. You were watching it would be like, oh, this car salesman who's doing a live commercial has trunks popping over it, and and there's dead hookers inside. Oh my god, I'm never shopping there. Well, I probably <laughs> would not. Uh, I, yeah, yeah this car is something you buy like a couple times in a lifetime. I don't know that whole thing was. So flawed, I can't get over it. And you hated the movie because of that one scene. No, I don't hate it, but uh, it's unfortunate that's Norm's main movie. I think it could have been better. I, and and Norm talks about working with uh, that roast. Bob Saget? No, that Jewish roasting guy. Jeff Ross. <laughs> there are more than one. Well, <laughs> the old guy that used to do the... Uh, back in the 70s, he did the roast. Oh, oh, yeah. No, you're talking about... Um, um, He's one of my favorite people, but I forget yeah. his name sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. It's Don Rickles. Yeah, so, and I love, again, Norm's great. Don Rickles may be number, I mean, you know what? I won't number Don Rickles, but he's okay. up there. Yeah, yeah, he's hilarious. Don Rickles <laughs> He's one of the fantastic. best ever. And his scene sucks, too. His scene's really funny. When he's talking, well, when he talks to the ice cream, that's funny. But, like, before <laughs> yeah. that, he's just like, look at you. Why don't you go in the mountain somewhere? It's just like. That's what you came up. Uh, he's like, Look at you, Pudgy. You're swelling up as I'm talking to you. <laughs> that was funny. But the, well, I guess the, I forgot some of the lines. Talking but. to the ice cream was incredible. That, that <laughs> yeah. part was. Hello, ice cream. <laughs> Are you having fun swimming around in there? But even that, it's like, Don, you didn't write some zingers beforehand? I don't know. No, you don't ask Don Rickles to write zingers. He's the king of zingers. You're just honored to have him on set and let him go nuts. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I would have been the same way as Norm. Rea- I would have reacted the same way as Norm did. I mean, that's yeah. such a life accomplishment, but it, 
now the scene wasn't as funny as other Don Rickles or Norm stuff to me. I mean, there's definitely some humor that doesn't hold up um, in that film, I would assume. It's been a while since I've seen it. But it was so funny, and what it meant to me in the time when it came out is just absolutely loved it. Like, Norm, just like the his delivery and everything, I think it showcased that really well. Yes, that's true. It was directed by Bob Saget, who um, I don't think did a great job. Right. Yeah, he's not doesn't direct a lot of stuff. He could have had they could have had some more help maybe breaking the story. Um yeah. but uh Chevy Chase was funny as the ga- the gambling doctor who needed the money. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and Norm was always Norm, you know, I love the scene where they put all the dead fish in the uh in the drug kingpin's house. Oh yeah, and it like smells like fish in there. It's like, what's that mean? Is that some sort of code? Are you wearing a wire? And then there's a huge shit out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I out. forgot about that. And they're just like standing in there, like holding the fish, like laughing. And then the shooting starts, and like, <gasps> and then everyone's dead. And he's like, oh no, he took the chainsaw I was using on him, and now he's using it on me. <laughs> yes. You're bringing me back. I forgot about that scene. That seems really funny. Then after everyone's dead, Norm's like goes to get out of here and he turns to Artie and Artie's still putting hiding fish in the drawers. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? We don't need to do that anymore. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. Uh, that was really funny scene. There's a lot of really funny, funny scenes, funny jokes. For sure. I don't hate it, but, uh, I guess I'm just saying it seems overrated in my world of like, I have no comedians and stuff. If you had to pick one, your favorite comedy starring a stand-up comedian. Well, what would you pick? uh, Is I guess, let me ask a few questions first. Is uh, um, Adam Sandler, does he count? I mean, I guess every comedic actor has done stand-up like Jim Carrey. Right. Yeah, I, th- I yeah, guess so. It will probably be a Jim Carrey movie. My favorite comedy. Oh mm. man, I don't. That's a tough one to. Do you have one in mind for yourself? No, yeah, no, it is a really maybe tough I'll take one. Take a couple seconds because I don't want to regret <laughs> my number one choice. I haven't seen The Mask in a long time. I would love to rewatch The Mask. Uh, I love that movie. I don't know if it would be my favorite comedy. Right, starring a comedian. Cause that's tough. Cause like my favorite comedies, my favorite comedies are like the Naked Guns, you know. You know what my favorite comedy is truly, and this will, you'll be like, that's not a comedy. Back to the Future. Huh. When I was a kid, it was in the comedy section at Blockbuster, and I just decided, you know what, this is the best comedy ever, cause it is funny. <laughs> yeah, it's funny in the way like Thor is Love and Thunder is funny. It's not a comedy movie, I wouldn't say. It's a sci-fi. Sci-fi adventure kids movie. Uh, yeah. I don't have that much <laughs> No, I don't have that much love for Back to the Future. Whoa, I disagree. Well, I love that movie. I think it's fine. I never had a connection with it when I was growing up, you know? Yeah, that's a part of it. Um, I had more of a connection with the Ninja Turtle movies. Um, oh, really? That's another one where people love them, and I barely remember them. Really? Yeah, not that I hate them or thought, remember a scene that I hated, but it's just like, that didn't leave a mark on me. Like ever, Other people are like, they're so dark and gritty. It's like. No, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. That's for YouTubers you. say that. I guess the sequels were more goofy and the first one was more violent. Maybe that's what they're maybe, referring to. Maybe, maybe. But I never thought it was dark. Yeah, not dark and gritty. When they're like breakdancing and Vanilla Ice is rapping, go ninja, go ninja, go. That was not like gritty. Although I will say, so for me, um, I, w- I loved one and two of the Ninja Turtle movies. I had the soundtrack on tape, I think for two, and I would listen to that in my room and like <laughs> dance or whatever I did. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Oh shit! Um, practicing my ninjutsu. Your ninja dance moves. Yeah, exactly. Spinning on my shell and stuff. I had a shell as a kid, and um, 
I, <laughs> but I rewatched them with my daughter because I wanted to show her good cinema. <laughs> of course. I want to show her all the best things. Show to that. We're going to watch Corky Romano soon. Right. Um, all the pictures Scorsese had in mind when he was talking about cinema. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I rewatching them, I didn't really care for one or two. Oh, but you like the third one's the one that gets the worst rap. I don't think I ever saw the third one. The third one was my favorite. Wow. Now, when I was a kid watching those movies, I watched one and two, and I remember... Um, my dad got all these magazine subscriptions cause he was a doctor. So he'd get him, you know, dermatologist. So we'd get him like to his office to have like magazines to read. So he would just get us whatever we wanted and then just bring it to the, um, office. And he had a Ninja Turtles magazine. I think it was, it, 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 it wasn't a comic book. No, it had comics in it. And, um, one of the when Ninja Turtles three came out, I remember people were telling me it's stupid, it's stupid, and then I read a there was a comic of the third movie in the magazine, which seems like a crazy move. Yeah, you're trying to get people to see it, and I read it and was like, okay, I guess I kind of get the gist of it. I don't ever need to see it. I'm, I just believe everyone that says it sucks, and I'll go around telling people it sucks my whole life. Um, and I did that until until. Like two years ago when I rewatched the movie with my daughter and I loved it. Wow. Interesting. What did your daughter think of the movies? She was she was really into them. She was really into them. Yeah. And then we went. That was years ago. That was before the new one came out because I know she saw the new one. Right. That was before the new one came out. And the new one was it's it's. It's better than the the other CGI one that came out, I think, in the, the 2000s. Yes, that one sucks. <laughs> Their design was terrible. Their design was terrible. Tyler Perry plays Professor Baxter, I think. Baxter McFly, the guy who turns into the fly. Uh-huh. And um, the an co- odd choice. A very odd choice. And... The coolest part was them skateboarding in the sewers. That was the part I liked the most. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds cool. But that was, I think, the worst one. Then, then, I don't know where the new one ranks amongst the other three. Because three is my number one, which I know is controversial. I guess one would be number two. And Secret of the Ooze is number three. Secret is number three, and then the newest one would be number four. It's better than the Michael Bay one, but I've already discussed. Didn't care for it. Right on. All right, well, to go back, I've had some time to think about it. I've got two great movies. I would have to really think about it for a long time to make sure it's my number one. But sure. An underrated movie that I love and I could watch today. I, I've watched it a million times, and no one talks about it. Me, myself, and Irene. Mm. is such a fantastic, funny movie yeah. with so many layers and so much is going on. There's yeah. no boring parts. Yeah. I love that movie. And you know what else is one of my favorite pieces of media ever? Wow, okay. Have you ever heard of Windy City Heat? Of course. Well, there you go. That's one of my favorite movies starring a stand-up. It is starring, <laughs> Who's being pranked the whole time. <laughs> it is starring a stand-up. That is true. Yeah. Windy City Heat is incredible. You got to see that if you haven't seen that movie. Um, it's this comedian, Scary Perry, he calls himself. Yep, Perry Carvello, I think. Yep, and he is... He's still around, too. He is, He basically does a, um, a Sam Kinison uh, style of comedy. and Or um, at least yelling when he's mad. That's how he sounds. <laughs> yes, exactly. His delivery is yelling. Seems like when he... <laughs> Loses his temper. He actually does. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah, like exactly. Does yell like that? Yeah, exactly. And so they they prank him by telling him he's going to star in a big movie, and then they just continue to prank him throughout the entire production by making him like drink gross stuff by throwing him in disgusting trash cans. They're like putting like like animal poop in the trash can and stuff. He's like, why? He's like, it has to be smelly because the audience will know if it's really smelly. Right. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's not quite. 
I mean, maybe I, I don't know if I should say he's not all there, but you know, yeah, he's not the sharpest marble in the light bulb shed or whatever, but <laughs> people tell him stuff like that. He's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they put him in situations where he'll request uh, a body double. And then the next day they bring a body double. It's like an obese guy, <laughs> way fatter than him. And they brought him in for a sex scene with a beautiful lady. It's like, oh, no, I, that's, I, I can do this scene. Yes, it was, it was yes. so great. And everybody's from New York, too, which is, so everybody's got a funny yes, affect. That, that is an incredible, incredible movie. I think, for me, movies starring a comedian, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like cheating to say Caddyshack a little bit. No, no. I forgot to even think about that one. There's three different comedians, but you know, Judge Smales is the funniest part of that movie. The um, the bad guy, he's he's so funny in that. Um, he just like his acting as a, oh, yeah. a stuffy, collared shirt, angry guy, owner of a country club is just fantastic. Chef's kiss. Yeah, great villains in a comedy movie are usually the funniest ones. Definitely. Like uh, Happy Gilmore, that guy was oh, yeah. so funny. Christopher McDonald. Shooter yes. McGavin. Yeah. He is so good. <laughs> he is a perfect villain. Yeah. 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 Also the guy from um, Billy Madison, too. I don't remember. I don't know his name. He's done tons of stuff. Um, he is an incredible villain. Uh, yeah, was he the same bad guy as uh, Ghostbusters 2? Maybe not. Maybe they're different actors. I think they're different actors. Forget it. I give up. I don't remember. Ghost- <laughs> I don't remember the actor. Ghostbusters 2 was the painting one, right? Yeah, and I think it uh, possessed a curly-haired guy, and I, I thought that curly-haired guy was... N- was oh yeah no that's a different actor hair. that's a different actor but that guy's funkier looking in the Ghostbusters guy uh huh uh huh uh huh uh huh right yeah, anyway that movie was scared the shit out of me when I was a kid what that painting was creepy weird it's weird what scares us as kids because that never scared me but E T did. Really? But that's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, and after seeing it many times, I know it's a friendly alien, but every time he first discovers E.T., I had to go hide behind the couch for that part. Wow. I mean, I was a little kid, like yeah. four probably. But Yeah. 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 That is a scary one. I What scared me, a movie that scared me, oh, well, there are a few. One, a few, and I haven't seen either of these movies since really and i because i'm scared to i guess traumatized one i would totally watch i don't think it's scary but um arachnophobia never saw it but i saw the ads it didn't look very scary (laughs) that really freaked me out oh no i'm thinking of eight-legged freaks the b movie i heard arachnophobia was really scary i never saw it yeah i i was really scared of that movie um, and I remember eating a Carl's Jr. Western bacon cheeseburger and sitting at the dining room table and watching it on the TV way back there. And then all of a sudden, I just couldn't get the thought out of my head. What if there's spiders in my burger and that's what that crunching is? It's just onion rings. But I just <laughs> thought it was, what if these are spiders in my burger? And I couldn't stop thinking that. And I was like, okay, I, this movie's too scary for me. Right. <laughs> And there's another one called, there's another one, oh, Meet the Applegates or something like that. Okay. Where they turn to like giant ants or something. That one freaked me out. I don't remember much about that, just being like, this movie's weird and creepy. And the last one, for sure, which scared me, was uh, Willow. Did you ever watch Willow? No, I'm sort of aware of it but no, I never saw it I know the re- the remake failed so bad they took it off Disney yeah <laughs> which but I don't even have any context so I don't know why it was bad or what was wrong with it I don't either and I haven't watched that movie again since because it, it freaked me the ending where they're like trying to kill a baby or something like that or kill a willow I don't remember shit about the movie I just remember being freaky Friday was Warwick Davis is his character named Willow 
I don't, I don't even know who Warwick Davis is. The little person. <laughs> then yes, I believe that is the title character Willow. Okay. Yeah. It's a woman's name. <laughs> Willow? I think of it that way. Yeah. yeah, but when you're a mythical um gnomish elvish creature, then Willow is appropriate for for men in that case. Gotcha. Yeah. AKA a little person. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, movies. We got award season coming up. You got any picks? Best film of the year that you've seen thus? Oh, not this year. Of last year. Last year. Um, see Killers of a no. Flower Moon? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't good. know if I should admit all these things because I voted on an award recently. <laughs> It's okay. But, uh, yeah, I haven't seen enough movies to really give a good answer, I don't think. We saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm guessing that's not going to win <laughs> a bunch of Oscars. <laughs> that would be insane. That was a good product, and I do enjoy it, and I would watch it again, but uh, I don't see any innovation in that at all, so no, I wouldn't reward them for that no there was no innovation in the Super Mario <laughs> Brothers movie at all at all it was everything as by the book as they could right um which is exactly what they needed to do so credit yes all thumbs credit up from them. me but uh no award recommendation yeah yeah I saw migration did I tell you about that no uh right. about the geese about the ducks oh okay Yes, the Ducks, um, voiced by Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, I thought it was a documentary. You're talking about the cartoon. Yeah. So what did you think? Was it good? No. <laughs> um, but yeah. to be fair, I went to one of those movie theaters where they give you food at your seat. Oh, so you couldn't pay full attention. Well, I ordered. Well, first off, okay. We sit down, and the power goes out. The screen keeps playing, but they have, like, the motorized seats, you know? the Those stop working. Um, there's no sound, but the picture's still on the screen. Ouch. And we're like, what the heck's going on? And, um, and then... It goes, it lasts for a while. They have like a short up front, you know, like Pixar, Pixar does that. Whole short plays without any sound. Aww. And then they're like, oh, well, we'll, we'll, it, the power is about to come back on. We're going to fix it. And then we'll start the short over. It's like, don't start the short. We just saw how it ends. We just saw the whole thing. Oh, no. But they didn't, they didn't start it over. They got it back with the sound on. Then I put my order in for food and, it didn't come and didn't come and it didn't come and didn't come. And we had drinks too. Um, oh, no. What didn't even get the drinks. And we were hungry. It was like a 7 p.m. movie. So we're going there for dinner. Yeah, you didn't want to spoil your appetite. So you came there hungry, right? Right. So we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And I hit like a button to call the, 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 the what are those called? The people in the server? aisles. Yeah, server. Yeah, I was thinking of what do they call the people in the plays who like help you find their seats or in movie usher? theaters? Yeah, yeah, I guess usher. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I thought there was like a more tip them and stuff. more interesting, um, yeah, name. Yeah, but yeah, the the servers get a server over, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I must have gotten lost during the blackout. Let me check a tab." And then she shooks on her tab and she's like, "Oh." No, it's all here. Yep, your whole order's here. Let me go check what check on that for you. Okay. Leaves. She told on herself. Right. <laughs> right. She leaves. She's gone forever. I hit the button again. A new a guy new guy comes in. <laughs> she got fired in the meantime. <laughs> Seems like it. And the movie's playing the whole time, right? But the but the whole I'm not watching. Dude, she told her friend, hey. This guy's not going to tip me. All his food is burnt. You want to take over this table? <laughs> you I know, don't I've know. already done most of the work. <laughs> I know. That's what happened. I was a server. I'm telling you, that seems. 
So yeah, I'm I'm and I'm not watching hardly paying attention to the movie. My whole my neck is craned to the back looking for the waiter to come in with my food uh. most of the time, you know. Then this new guy comes in and he's like, uh, "Hey, what's going on? Can I help you?" And I was like, "Yeah, we have this order. And nothing's come." He's like, "Hmm, let me see. Okay, well, it is a lot of food. Uh, yeah, let me go check on that for you. I just started right now. I just started my shift, so let me go check on that for you." Okay. And then he leaves and like, we haven't even gotten drinks yet. You know, we put in just like, like simple drinks. How far in the movie is this? So, um, this is probably like at least 45 minutes into the movie. Oh my God. At least. So then he leaves and then the woman, the first woman comes back. She's delivering food to other seats to people who have gotten there after us. And then she comes up to us and she goes, oh, yeah, we lost the order in the blackout. So it's going to be 10 more minutes. We just put it all back in. I was like, no, you didn't. You told me you didn't lose it in the blackout the first time we talked. And you went to go check on it. And then so whatever. She leaves. And, you know, my blood is boiling at this point. (laughs) Hard to give migration my full focus when I just want to get up and I really hate not being served <laughs> well or like not well, yeah, getting the does. service you deserve when you go into a place, you know, like it, that your expectations were set and they weren't met. I hope you got right. a refund. Right. I didn't get a refund. I didn't get a refund. Finally, they bring the food out. The movie's like wrapping up. Like we hardly had time to eat before the movie was over. Oh, man. And so I gave him no tip, but I didn't get a refund. I didn't even ask for a refund, even though I probably should. I was just so pissed I wanted to get out of there at that point. I kind of assumed they would refund everyone's, not food, but movie ticket for the sound. I've seen that before. They should have, yeah. I've seen that when they make an announcement about sound, you get a refund, and it's like, I didn't even notice. (laughs) Really? At AMC, yeah. Yeah, this is not AMC. This is a... It's supposed to be better. Yes, but this place is is in Glendale. Uh, you know what? I'll say the name. Look Cinemas in Glendale. Every I've gone there twice now, and the first time I actually got my food, everything was fine. But you walk into this theater, it looks f- like it's fucking abandoned. Like there were like there was just a someone pulled a fire alarm and everyone ran out. There's like multiple different like little spots where you think people should be and no one's there. There's a bar that's never open. You're just walking through. You're not really talking to anybody. It's just feels weird and abandoned. It feels so crazy and, um, liminal space. Yeah. There's like, there's a, there's so much room for it. They like expected it to be his pop in place and this huge theater with people, all over the place and employees everywhere, but they don't have employees and you just kind of like, uh, okay. You just kind of have to figure everything out yourself, you know? Damn. And so, um, I didn't like the movie. How it didn't have a chance, much of a chance. However, it didn't have much of a chance. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it's hard for me to be tickled by, childlike humor when I'm not getting my fucking food that right. I ordered. <laughs> That's a, I mean, can like, you drink there? Yeah. So I, me and, and my girlfriend, we both ordered beers and my daughter ordered a soda and that came out with the, the, the soda at least came out. No, no, just the food came out. And I was like, what about our drinks? Holy shit. And she's like, what did you get? I was like, two beers and a soda. And she goes, what type of soda? Dr. Pepper. Okay. And then she comes out and then they come back with uh, two two kid-sized Dr. Peppers. <laughs> and then they gave us two Budweiser's, which is not even what we ordered for beer. I was going to say, it sounds like she left, walked away and was like, oops, I forgot to ask which kind of beer. Uh. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Wow, this is like. Yeah, bad server 101. Yes, it was infuriating. And Holy so the shit. 
the best the best thing I could do was I tipped them one single dollar and then Oh, you did tip them one dollar. <laughs> one dollar, yeah. Because I was afraid if I t- tried to do zero. There's something about an automatic tip of eighteen percent if you didn't close out before the movie was over. Right. Oh. S- something like that. So hopefully not yeah, no, it was like that. Yeah. Wow. And so I tipped him one dollar and said and then was just pissed that I'm never going back. Good. Fuck them. That sucks. And it's in Hollywood or, you know, L.A. Right. Well, you have the Alamo Draft House, which does it really well. That place is great. I was going to say the arc light shut down. So. Right. You would think they would step up. Is this in the mall over there in Glendale? No, it's never been there in a weird part. of. It's like right. It's right next to the Americana, but it's (laughs) in a weird like it's run by like Russians. Russian mob. I don't. I I think so. It seems like it's a front for sure. Judging on the (laughs) lack of service you fucking get in there, it it drove me bonkers. That's how you make me really upset. Is when I am not being treated like everyone else, like a king. (laughs) Yes, like a king. (laughs) No, I just want to be treated fair. Yeah. Disrespect. Yeah, that's the that. Sets me off too. Or like you go to I'm a, I'm a yeah. pretty chill person. I'll put up with a lot. Yeah. But as soon as I sense, but I have, and I'm not even sure if I, like I recognize it as a flaw, but I kind of like it too. But I have a problem with authority, but it really mainly comes out when someone talks down to me. Yeah. I usually feel bad. I'm usually like self, whatever, emulate. Emulating, is that the right word? I don't know. But I usually blame myself for things. Yeah. But when someone, I don't know, when someone's condescending or whatever, it's just like, oh, interesting. I just thought of a million things to say to you then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, like if I'm in line and then the people who work there are letting other people like just cut in front of me for whatever, helping their friends out or anything like that, I just want to fucking go ape shit (laughs) i never do which for cornell means not smiling right exactly (laughs) you do you do give off a strong pissed vibe when you're pissed but you you're just quiet and don't smile really (laughs) or at least what i've seen i don't know maybe i haven't seen the full no that's pretty much it that's pretty much it but uh you don't even want to know what's going inside here oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Mickey Mars, Mouse cartoon or something. <laughs> <laughs> Steamboat Willie's going on in here. You know, should we do a Ripley's? We should. Okay. Ripley. Oh, that's Rip. Keeping in line. Yeah. The that's title. beautiful. Okay. I got a pretty good one today. I think it might have been a Sunday one. Nice. Sundays, they, it seems like they add an extra fact. Yep, it is. Okay. All right. So every week, Ripley's Believe It or Not has its own comic that they publish in in the comic section of newspapers sometimes filled with just facts that are so crazy. But hey, believe it or not, this is what Ripley found. (laughs) So he doesn't say believe it or not, it's true. He just says believe it or not. Believe it or not, could be made up. Who knows? (laughs) I'm just writing shit down. Well, let, let me have it. Let's see what if I can believe these. Some factoids. of them usually are very believable, but right. this one I try and find <laughs> the best one I can. I do a little, I do a little editing, skimming, and adding my own facts to them if they're not good enough. No, I don't <laughs> do that. I don't do that. I read them verbatim. So here we go. Fact number one: sperm whale. Off to a good start. Sperm whale skin. Ooh, even better. It's getting better. <laughs> All right, simmer down. <laughs> Try to get through this one. Sperm whale skin measures up to 14 inches thick. Whoa. Roughly 200 times thicker than human skin. Yeah. Damn. So you could stab a sperm whale. wouldn't even feel it. Yeah. Well, maybe it would feel it. Well, it'd probably feel but it. It wouldn't cut through the skin. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy because my sperm whale skin is 
two, <laughs> 16 inches long. You want to take that one again? So, yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy because that's only that's two inches smaller than my sperm whale skin. Whoa. 16, baby. <laughs> uh, I try to cut that together into something. <laughs> No, that is, I believe it, but a uh, pretty cool factoid. That is crazy. You could stab him with a, like a kitchen knife and it would just be more, it'd just be skin. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what they did when whaling was a thing. Anyway, with the harpoons. Uh, yeah. They had to throw them real deep in there to hurt those bad boys. Just to hook on. Yeah. Hook on right into the skin. Do you, what do you think that is? Is that just to keep them warm enough in the... I Cold so. Wawa. Yeah, it's blubber. Yeah, I mean, I assume. Although I guess blubber is not skin, so I yeah, but that's I don't know. Fat. Does that count as part of the skin system in a whale? I don't know. But yeah, I would assume to keep it warm because it's warm blooded and it's in the ocean, and that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's no, it makes sense to me. I mean, it's they basically they're just born in a wetsuit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, and I don't know how they got their name, but God bless them. One of the best animal names out there. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know either. So, um, should I look it up? No. Okay. <laughs> Unless you want to. Okay, here we go. Fact number two. A single seagrass plant discovered underwater off the coast of Western Australia Measured 77 square miles, more than three times the size of Manhattan. Wow. That's a big-ass plant. Man, now I want to know more about that. But I'm sure that's all the info there is. That's all the info there is. Seagrass plant. Now, grass isn't one plant, one, right? Well, it's making me think of that tree system up in the northwest that's one organism that's like almost the size of a state or something right so i don't know if how the grass works i guess maybe the roots grow out and then sprout new little plumes of grass and then it just spread over hundreds of years and it's one organism i guess i don't know that that counts as one organism in your mind as one plant well that's how that those trees up in uh, Washington. Right. But they're like connected. Why they're one organism because they're connected by the roots. But would you call that one tree? No, but it's one, but they're all, they all have the same DNA oh. and they're all connected. Although I'm sure if you chop one down, it doesn't kill them. <laughs> or anything. Right. Right. I would say I would, venture to say that if there's more than one root it's more than one plant yeah so well i mean i guess but some plants do have more than one root i mean that tree has more than one root outside (laughs) but it goes in one place and has a bunch of roots going out from the one base right it's not i see what you're saying if they're not connected by a root then they're two different plants for sure i agree yeah even if well those would be clones that's a different thing that's not the same organism a clone yeah right we're all guessing though i don't really know anything about seafloor grass or whatever is is a clone of a plant that plants kid um yeah i guess so a plant's baby I mean, plants are weird. Like some plants, you can cut a branch off, and that'll grow into a new plant, and that's a clone. Right. Is that it? But that that's same plant, different. that same plant can also make seeds. Right. I guess so, if it makes a seed and then the seed grows, that's the baby of that plant. I guess so. Well, I, you probably both are. If you cut off my arm and it turns into a baby, I don't have the responsibility to raise that baby. Well, you're a deadbeat clone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. That's not my kid. I'm not paying child support, and I'm not taking care of that person. (laughs) Ouch. All right. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just saying, you, you, that's a clone. You don't have any legal responsibilities to care for a clone. If anything, from what I've seen in movies and TV, you probably want to kill that clone because it's going to assume your identity and try and kill you first if you don't. Yeah, but it's a baby with a giant arm that you cut off. It's not like you exactly with that wearing the same hat and everything. <laughs> right, but once it grows old enough, it'll have two arms. One, The large one will become proportionately sized. But you'll be dead, and you'll still be way older than it. Well, I, I might not be dead 30 years from now. Hopefully not. I'll make sure of it. <laughs> and then I'll have to fight my clone when it's 30 years old and I'm 79. No, sorry. I'm not 49. Not 69. You, not if you raise it. No, I'm not you raising won't have it. to fight it. Then it'll love you. Yeah, right. And it's and teenage years. Yeah. I'm going to kill it now while I'm young and strong. Okay. I'm not going to, unless I'm doing the, um, the, the drugs that Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger are doing, then maybe I'll be strong enough when I'm in my seventies to take myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> But you're not going to do that because you don't want to look too good, but not right. Still not sexy or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We have two more. Okay. I'll save the best one for last. Although I do like this one a lot. All right. Mark your calendars, everybody, because May 9th is national lost sock Memorial day where people are encouraged to bid farewell to the matchless socks in their drawers. Lame. Keep it at three factoids. You don't like that one? That's I hate all these stupid made up holidays, especially things like that. You know what? I actually agree. You're right. You're right. Because I am not getting rid of the lost socks in my sock drawer. I don't give up on my socks. My clones, sure, fuck them. Right. But my lost socks, I still have hope. And you would be amazed how many times I have found after months and months and months of a sock being all by its little lonesome, I united it with their husband or wife, depending on which side sock it is. Their partner. Their partner. I've, I've re- Introduce them to their partner after months of being alone. And a lot of the times their partner was also in the missing sock drawer <laughs> too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I lost one and then I then I pulled out or I, I found one, didn't see the match for it, put it in the drawer. Then I do another load of laundry and then I find the other one. Huh, I don't know what this is, put it in the drawer. And then every once in a while I look through the drawer and go, Oh, hey, this match is right here. Bada bing, bada boom. I, Two Christmases ago I left a sock at my mom's house and maybe I told her or whatever, or maybe she just found it, but she sent me a picture of a sock and she was like, you want me to mail this to you? I was like, no, nah, I just throw it away. This Christmas I visited and she still had it. Wow. And she presented it to me. <laughs> now, did you have the other sock? I don't know. <laughs> you don't I mean, know. They're all kind of black. Ankle socks, oh, so see. whatever. I see, I see, I see. So they're all the same type of sock. You don't know which one goes with which. You just kind of put, doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. I don't try to match socks. And my I have a bunch of different brands and kinds of dress socks. Like yeah. to wear with dress shoes, long black socks. Yeah. I'll mix and match those any day. No one's ever going to see or care. Yeah. What about, <laughs> the, are the toes different? Is there like, that's what know, I'm saying. Yeah. You got the gold toe or the... Mm-hmm black dog calvin klein which says calvin klein on it for some reason but they're all just black socks so it's like yeah who cares whatever but isn't the is there like on the the leg part the part that goes up is there like different patterns and stuff on those or is it no they're all, all black the, and gray i think yeah well well you figured it out i did go through a phase where i wore really loud socks with dress shoes and suits and stuff why but, what why did that phase end I don't know. Honestly, it's probably because I do acting and you just need dress socks for that. So I just stopped that makes thinking sense. about it. 
Yeah, I think I don't think anyone was impressed anyway. I don't know. I thought it was cool when I was a kid, but eventually it's like, eh, I don't know. So then riddle me this. Do you not have... Uh, it, it, all right, let's assume all your laundry was done, right? And all your socks were in your drawer, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have... And you have a big day or whatever. Do you do you have a favorite pair of your just black socks, or socks in general, or are they all just grab whatever and throw them on? I have a bunch of pairs of gray ankle socks that came with some of the, you know, packs of socks. I, yeah. So those I wear. Those are like my scrubs, but if when I'm going somewhere important, I wear the black ones. But that's it. But they're yeah. mostly black ankle socks. But I do have underwear I wear. <laughs> uh huh. Like the yes. sa- that's more important to me because no one really notices the socks, but and no one notices the underwear either. But your comfort, my comfort, and I guess acting again. You know, when you're changing, I kind of want if someone does see my underwear, I want it to look cool. <laughs> yeah. But I have like some boxers that I wear way more than the nice ones. But you save the nice ones for nice occasions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally. The dark ones that. with like cool patterns. But then I have light like ones with a lot of white in them. And it's just like I'll just wear those till they're done. Done because they're ugly. Yeah. They serve their purpose. They're fine. But yeah. 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 I have in terms of well, first off, I have a lot to say about my socks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. But second, my underwear, I have some that are like neoprene. I don't know if that's the right word, but like elastic kind of like, kind of like a, um, uh, what are those called? Like the sun shirt or something like that. Like spandexy almost. Okay. Stretchy, stretchy and like a smoother material. And then I have ones that are just cotton and the ones that are just cotton, you know, are not as comfortable. Really? Over yeah. time. I have come to love 100% cotton stuff way more than stuff that... Now, I, I don't know if it's neoprene, but definitely nylon stuff. Yeah. Used to seem more comfortable. I guess it's cooler, but uh, cotton stuff is just higher quality. It is more comfortable to me. And I learned recently that it actually repels your sweat and stuff and smells and stuff like that better than nylon, which... It's counterintuitive, but repels. Yeah, if you so sweat, if you fart, if you it pushes s- it back up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't stick to cotton as much for whatever reason. Huh. Those types of molecules, I don't know. I mean, it's from a plant, I guess, that always has to cycle out dust. I don't know. I'm just guessing at this point, but sounds right. You do fart a lot of dust. Um, <laughs> no, I just mean it's a plant that has to deal with uh, stuff landing on it, and but nylon is just plastic yeah yeah i don't know what my boxes i'm wearing right now i made. oh i'm wearing cotton ones and well having having just pretty comfy having just said that all my boxers are pretty cheapo and they're not cotton <laughs> but but i do care about wearing cotton shirts other stuff yeah yeah it makes sense now socks i have a bunch of different types of socks some are fun some are funny some are more comfortable some are easier to put on there's like i have various degrees of what i'm doing and what socks i'm going to wear is that uh is that like a big decision every day (laughs) it's it's a thought process what's available what um you know there's some socks i have that i think are really comfortable but i only have like one or two pairs love left and if I wear them, then they're gone until I do laundry again, you know? Yeah. And then I have a bunch of these types of socks, which are like my, my ankle socks that I got at Costco. And they are not that comfortable and my feet get sweaty in them, but they're so easy to put on that when I'm feeling lazy, I just throw these on. And I'm feeling lazy a lot of the time. And then yeah. I have socks where I'm going out and hanging out with friends and I want to wear something cool. <laughs> like what? Simpson socks. Oh, like, like you have at least one pair of Simpson socks, right? I don't. Oh. I don't. I'm just actually. guessing. But I have I have socks that have um, 
uh, Looney Tunes on them. I've a bunch of Beavis and Butthead socks I got from a oh, white Christmas. That are, that are also ankle socks, which are easier to put on. But like the nice socks I have are like there's ones that have like a sunset cartoon on them or something like that or cartoon like the colors of a sunset right. and they're really comfy and easy to put on but i don't want to wear out the elastic so i don't wear them all the time <laughs> right yeah and it's so stupid to have special occasion underwear and socks but here we are it's not stupid i mean i used to think it was stupid then my clothes kept wearing out <laughs> my favorite clothes kept wearing out. yeah i think i've put more thought into what i'm what socks I'm going to wear than any other piece of clothing that I put on. Whoa, that's crazy. It's really bizarre. Something's wrong with me. No, you have good style though, but uh, what was I going to say earlier? Oh yeah, speaking of fashion, uh, I like your turquoise earrings. Thank you. Yeah, I just got one. Yeah, I got a turquoise earring. I have this and I have a hoop and um, a couple others that are not working. (laughs) <laughs> yet yet i've been toying with the idea of a dangly but i have yet to find a dangly that will works for you. that works for me you should get a dangly star of david i would everybody has a dangly cross i've seen that before the dangly star of david i don't think i've seen that yeah i well i actually i don't know if i would right now <laughs> I had that thought at the same time you did. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll hold off on that one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. If anyone has any advice on how to find the right dangly for you, please um, r- write us. Let us know. All right, wait. We have one more fact still, and then we probably got to get into our freaking comics already. Oh, yeah, this is the best fact. I almost forgot about this one. Let's hear it. Okay. <coughs> Make sure my voice is buttery smooth when I lay down this hot fact. The special effects department of Star Wars. <laughs> the special well, I wonder before you read it if this is one I already know because I'm a big Star Wars geek. Let's see. Okay. The special effects department on Star Wars. The Empire. I'll quiz you. Okay. Oh, okay. The special effects department on Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back used several blanks, blanks, it's a plural, several blanks to look like distant asteroids during a chase sequence. Asteroids. I would have to guess because I don't know the answer. Uh, Rocks? (laughs) That would be the obvious answer. (laughs) Yes, it would be a smarter, a smart answer and probably a smarter choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> what are I don't know. Go make something out of paper mache that looks like a rock. <laughs> no, they used several potatoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that makes a lot of sense because they're supposed to look... They can't be jagged. They're supposed to look giant. Right. So you want them kind of round like that. That does make sense. Yeah. Hollywood magic. Boy, howdy. I'll tell you. Yeehaw. How they do it in that liberal Hollywood. I dig it. They need to make an unwoke Star Wars. Thank you very much. So what else do you want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Not that. (laughs) Ugh. Come on, can you imagine? They're not, I mean, may the force be with. I don't Christians. even think they're woke. <laughs> Why? Because the black guy's in it that you sent off on another mission that was inconsequential. <laughs> You're actually racist toward him. I don't oh think that's my woke. God, dude. Liberal Hollywood has infiltrated your brain. You're brainwashed big time. We need wrong, wrong. Oh no, it's coming out. <laughs> My Trump is coming out. <laughs> um, okay. People have been saying it's not woke. <laughs> I should work on my Trump impression. You absolutely this. should. They could get you on SNL. <laughs> it'll 
He's ho- is Shane Gillis hosting SNL or yeah? I saw people on YouTube saying that, but when I searched for it, SNL didn't say it. I don't know where they got that info from. I don't. I mean, I just know that I have seen um, stuff on X, the last beacon of free speech we have in this country. Um, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Cornell with a hot take over here. <laughs> Um, that he is, I saw an X that he is hosting SNL, Shane Gillis, and that his racist comments are coming back in news stories now or whatever and on Twitter oh God. and social media. <laughs> well, that's because what you he's get. hosting. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when you agree to host, I guess, yeah, of course that's going to come back. He did offensive stuff on podcasts. Um, and now he's hosting SNL. Do you have any thoughts on that, or do you I don't give a give shit? A shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me neither. I think, as far as he is concerned, I think he's okay. Yeah, he's not my favorite, but he's not terrible. He's not the worst Joe Rogan friend. <laughs> no, <laughs> by far, absolutely not. When Cat Williams said that. I thought of all six of who he was talking about. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, thank you." <laughs> Thank you for being the only comedian to say something. Holy shit. Yes. (laughs) No, I think, I think he's solid. He's funny. There's a lot of people who are, um, you know, who are pretty popular, who are not funny at all. And, and he's pretty popular and he's pretty funny. He's like, you know, he's got some good jokes and SNL is whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's like, congratulations. Yeah. It's just kind of like, to me, whatever man hosts whatever show. Wow. What a shock. Is That's the story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't I guess I never super duper loved SNL in the first place, but. Oh, I did. It's such. It's such a nothing now, but yeah, I don't know. I, I did it's called like, a nothing burger. I did like it when uh, Will Ferrell and that whole crew. Yes, was on exactly. It. But um, before that, I thought it sucked, and everyone remembers the '80s as if it was great. Uh, Gilda Radner, show me one thing funny that Gilda Radner has ever she, done. That might have been '70s, even. Everybody says, "Oh my God, she was brilliant." Oh, she's so great. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, show me anything. Show me anything she's ever done that is I didn't 1% like yes. funny. I I actually agree with you. I may think maybe it was before our time, you know, like if even looking back at the old Jim Bo- John Belushi sketches and Jim Belushi sketches for that matter. Um, you know, uh or whatever, Bill Murray, like a lot of them just I didn't live say, up. But like now, Adam, if you're out there, I love you. And I just praised your I just praised Happy Gilmore. But, dude, what the hell is fucking opera man? People have fun memories of that. It's like, are you kidding me? What's funny about that? I don't know. The fact that he sings. (laughs) Oh, all right. Next show. (laughs) Dude, that fire is really raging. That's really cool. Um, no, I thought Opera Man was funny, um, because Adam Sandler was just so charming, I guess, you know, but like those years, I guess my point though is like Saturday Night Live, you can compile the the compilations are great. The best of Will Ferrell, the best of Adam Adam Sandler, et cetera, but it airs for an hour and a half every week and an hour and 20 minutes of it is garbage. Since I've been a little kid, I I thought Mad TV was funnier. Now, I mean, as an adult, Mad TV is kind of loud and obnoxious, but yeah, as TV a little sucks. kid, <laughs> but it was better than SNL in my opinion, and I still kind of think that actually, even though I do think it's too loud and obnoxious. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think um, there's a lot of gold that came through SNL. Um, and, you know, to be fair, I'm not watching the show anymore. I have no interest in watching the show anymore. Um, yeah. And... Yeah, because no one else is watching it. So it's like, who are you going to talk <laughs> with about it? Right. That's part of the whole point of the show is to be a water cooler. Yeah. Discuss it, you know. Well, and back in the day, the cast was what was funny. And the the hosts were just kind of playing straight men or straight people. Um, right. Who were just kind of like there as well and the cast is funny around them yeah they're placed in a scene that we've already seen right and now how is this guy gonna do it right and then now and then somewhere along the way they made the change to now the the host is the one who's the funny person the whole time and then everyone else is just kind of a supporting character to them yeah the host is now the star it's just how it is like with celebrities nowadays every celebrity is able to do everything you know like we have those shows where where like they get actors and the actors rap and then they get the <laughs> actors to roast each other. And then they, then they're juggling and then they're doing, you know, playing football. It's like, wow, celebrities really can do everything. Celebrities can be bad at everything. Wow. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you can be a good rapper. If someone writes your raps for you and tells you how to rap it. Some you can write, you can do great roast jokes. If someone writes your jokes and tells you how to deliver them, it's like, just let people do what they do. Not everyone has to be insanely talented at everything. Yeah. You know what rap popped in my head? Hmm. Have you ever seen or heard Moshe Kasher do a rap with a DJ or no MC? Oh no. He's from third base. The white guy. Oh Yeah. Yeah. I forgot, but they did a rap about something racial, cultural appropriation or something. It was the lamest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was really cringy. (laughs) Dude, and yeah. Both of them actually even. What was it? MC Fresh, MC Front. What is his name? Third base. What is that? I can picture him, but I can't picture his name. He has glasses. He kind of looks like Humpty Dumpty from Digital Underground. Honestly, like a white version of that, which is strange. Yeah, well, anyway, it's just a funny rap, but I guess if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. All right. Let's cool. get into the comic right, strip battle of the century. It's time for the battle of the century, everybody. We've done our Ripley's Believe It or Not. And now we're on to our competing comics. I won last week. I brought in a rip-roaring hilarious <laughs> comic strip horns comic strip um it brought the house down so i am bringing Lockhorns again and logan we'll see what he's co- competing with after i read my strip okay spoiler i'm gonna win go ahead so this is another really short one thank you very much Lockhorns. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and, you know, they're a married couple. And they like to spend time with each other. So it's pretty much the same married couple all the time. And it's the woman standing with her arms crossed and her eyes closed. And the man coming in the door wearing a kind of a disheveled suit and holding a bouquet of flowers. The suit's like kind of untucked and looks all boxy and weird on him. And he says, will you please accept my half-hearted apology? Because <laughs> he, yeah, because he didn't. Because he doesn't really give a fitting it. suit. He doesn't. Just he's just giving a shitty apology. Okay. <laughs> Yowch. Okay. Well, put your hands on your side so they don't split. Okay. This comic strip. I think I'm gonna win. And I think possibly next week I'll lose, but you'll you'll figure out why okay. pretty quickly. Calling his shots to both. This made me laugh. This is entitled. This comic strip is called the comic strip that has a finale every day. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> By John Scully. Interesting. Okay, so it's one image, and it says, and it's all the characters waving. Oops. And it says, thanks to the readers of the comic strip that has a finale every day. This is the last strip. It's been a great run. John Scully. 
And then in the corner it says, tomorrow, goodbye again. <laughs> yeah, it's and pretty good. It's pretty good on its own. But then I was like, well, I wonder if each finale is different. <laughs> they oh they God. publish the same thing every month. Every month. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Which I thought is a great joke because I did. I just ha- happened upon it. That is incredible. And it did make me chuckle. Wow. Good for John. The Scully image never Scully. changes. <laughs> wow. That I mean, is. I have to assume it's. N- I don't know if it's on in any newspaper. I don't know. It'd be amazing. But it's on GoComics.com, and I've heard of John Scully. I don't remember who that is, but yeah, John. It says John Scully. Scully. Is that what it says? Yeah, yeah. Well, there we have it. Lockhorns has been defeated by a guy who does the exact same panel every day. <laughs> That's just what goes to show you what type of humor we're dealing with in these things. So. Um, Tune in next week. We already know what Logan's trip is going to be, but what will oh, yeah. I bring to the party? And can I beat the same joke? And how many times in a row will it take for me to defeat the same joke? May never happen. Could be a while. Uh, all right. See you guys next time. I'm the corn dog. And I'm the L dog. Keep ripping. Keep gripping. Keep ripping. And, and keep, keep stripping. stripping. <laughs>